Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Celebrating their 20th year in radio broadcasting. With news not heard in the news, the International Taz and Paula Show interviews experts from all walks of life, bridging research and personalized journeys, revealing new ways to unleash life with a passion of a heartbeat. And now, here's Taz and Paula. Well, our incredible guest, Moss Sajati, ups our spiritual ante by sharing his gift from heaven, a pure source, with our listeners today. He travels internationally, but Moss not only travels internationally, but he reaches through the airwaves to everyone quite angelically with his quantum leap capability of healing. After Moss's second near-death experience, also known as NNDE, he was given incredible healing and intuitive abilities. This has allowed him to connect to a higher energy field to channel and heal through pure source, as Moss calls it, with amazing results. Healings can be for your physical or emotional health, financial or spiritual well-being, as well as for relationships of all kinds. Although his abilities have been compared to religious figures, the healings have no religious significance, but rather are spiritual in nature. It is for this reason that Moss's diverse community consists of clients of all faiths and beliefs. So let's... um, uh, call this interview today our reunion with Pure Source. How exciting is that? You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show. I'm Taz. And I'm Paula. Mark Sajati says that he's always been intuitively gifted. Like many others, he's tried to hide or ignore his highly intuitive nature so he could fit in when he was younger. It is for this reason Moss has always strongly advised parents to support children who have similar affinities as he remembers how long it took to embrace his own special abilities. His first NDE was in the early 20s, and he said, aside from the crushed jaw and torqued neck, it was the best experience he'd ever had. He said the beauty, peace, and love present during the experience could never compare to anything we have here on earth at this physical level. Even though, Moss in, yeah. even though Moss's intuitive abilities were heightened yeah. considerably after mind. his first where he literally was able to sense future events and the internal issues of others, he still continued, however, to push them aside and hone into his family and successful web development business only during this period of his life. Is there more to say, Taz? Tell us. (laughs) Sure, Paula. (laughs) With Moss's second near-death experience, he was then gifted with intuitive and healing abilities so potent that he was soon likened to some of the most significant healers in the history. So now Moss simply works on one's core frequency level 
to help redesign and reprogram our blueprint. I believe I remember somewhere Moss saying that he can edit our programming. Wow. And, and um, that's really exciting, that's for sure, huh? <laughs> okay, Moss Sajati, we are really excited and honored to share you with our listeners today. Welcome. Oh, dear. Maybe he's... Um, okay, hi. Let me see if I can... Okay. Hold on. Oh, there he is. Oh, Moss, um, I was curious because it said uh, in our introduction that you kind of ignored your healing ability um, after your first NDA. And uh, after your second one, it came out even more. What sparked you to start using your healing ability? Because I know you were trying to ignore it and push it aside. What was the... F Paula, he's calling back. Um, he was calling on another number. So we're, oh. we're, he'll, he'll be right there in just a minute. Oh, okay. You might That's have to ask. The... <laughs> okay, you <laughs> might have to ask the question again. Okay. Okay. Oh, hi, hi, Moss. Are you with us? I am. Thank you. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I was on. The, uh, I was on this number, and then somebody said from your office that it wasn't connected, and I went back and forth. So, anyway, uh, I'm here, which is nice. Okay, great, uh, great. Well, I'm. I'm really curious on because um, mm -hmm. in our introduction it said that you actually were ignoring your healing abilities, trying to push it aside because you had a successful business going on and, and you wanted to fit in. So after your second NDE, you started mm -hmm. to um, acknowledge your healing ability. How, how did this happen? Um, well, you know, even as a younger child, and, and, you know, there's a lot of kids who have fantastic healing abilities, but they always want to fit in, you know, and me being a computer programmer, you know, that was my line of work, um, you know, being like, say, spiritual or intuitive and all that, you know, just didn't fit well, you know, with the clientele base, especially, you know, if you're the lead programmer and so on. So, um, you know, I always say entertain, not even say entertain, but actually use my intuitive abilities to expand my business extensively. So I didn't push it away, but, you know, you kind of keep it on the periphery. You don't want everybody to know. Um, so after that second near-death experience, uh, everything really opened up. You know, I understood, say, the programming logic of what was behind it because again I'm a programmer and, and I think that's why um, I think I'm more efficient at what I do than most because I understand it at a deeper level you know the base level of how how something can work and that's the way I look at it um, um, so even after that near-death experience things started to open up I saw how things worked uh, and then I s still hesitant with my clients because you know if you say hey you know I can see what's going on I can see because um, right after the near-death experience, you know, I'd walk into my client's office and, you know, very successful individuals, uh, which a lot of them don't believe in stuff because they're more, you know, physically based. Um, you know, you, you tap into them. It's like, oh, you, your heart has issues or, oh, you know, because that's what I was getting to see. Like, just like an MRI, you know, I could start seeing things or if they had financial issues or, you know, fights with their spouse or whatever it might be it's like all those things are coming in so you know how do you bridge that gap and and that's what I meant by say pushing it off uh, not being uh, vocal about it um, you know and, and even today I'm kind of like well not as much but uh, I just don't say hey you know I can 
transform you or you know anything like that uh, outside of say the circle so but what was really when you I mean you had gone through the two near-death experiences what was the shift for you to begin working as you do now what what was really triggered in you can you kind of describe that sure uh, yeah, let's go back to the time, you know, after the second NDE I had, uh, I was, you know, I was always intuitive, like I said, I was always, say, drawn, or, you know, like most of us, what we do, right, there's, we know that there's something out there, but it's like, what is that, that's something out there that we just can't reach, right, um, you know, and I scoured, like, religious books, uh, motivational books, you know, spent thousands and thousands, you know, uh, but after that second NDE, I actually, it's like your spirit starts calling you. It's like, okay, do this and do this. It doesn't even call you. It just like actually forces you. You just get drawn into it. And that's how I help you guys, say, expand into it as well. You just get drawn into it. You get guided into these deep meditations. Uh, yeah. just, to give you, just to give you an example, you know, sometimes I'd meditate for 5, 10, 20 minutes at most normally. Um, you know, and, and barely often I would kind of get into that zone. Right, uh, these meditations would end up being four or five hours at a time, thinking that they were only lasted four or five minutes. That's <laughs> how extensive they were. So it was is phenomenal. I'm going, oh my god! And I'd be standing up. That's why I have a lot of people say like, stand up because they're completely in their body. You know, before you always say want to escape your body, want to connect to outside. Uh, these meditations that I was drawn into. Uh, they actually brought your spirit into your body, complete, and then that's how you live in your spirit world or through spiritual eyes, 24-7. Uh, you, you can be happy 24-7 rather than just in that time of meditation or, you know, the way most people are, right? Um, and, that, and that's how you operate. Uh, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, but in these meditations, one of them specifically, uh, it, it was so beautiful. I was, it felt like I was getting knighted. Because I was, it was about maybe six, seven months along, and I was doing really good. I was getting intuitive. I could understand things. And they said, you know, kneel down. You know, just like you know, back in the olden days, you know, the British knights. Yeah. You know how yeah. they knight you. Yeah. Well, I, I thought I was going to be knighted, which is, you know, I'm going cool. But then they split me in half. Uh, they actually cut me in half with the sword, and and then that night I spent like thousands of different ways of dying, experiencing death. Um, and it hurt. It hurt physically. It hurt. Um, and it, through one of these sessions, you know, that same, it's um, meditation, um, you know, I go, God, what is this for, you know? And they said, so you can learn how to be a healer. And that's when it really woke me up. I'm going, what? A healer? I just wanted to be, you know, like most people, you know, they have no. their rules or goals, right? It's like, yeah. this is what I'm going to be. For me, I just wanted to make a big program, you know, computer program, sell it to Google or whoever and, you know, be set. You know, those are the limitations that we have. So when I heard that, I'm going, wow, this is, so this is what it's about. And that's the first time I understood, say, what a healer type is. So, you know, and, and then you do research on the Internet and so on. And, um, um, you know, and it, it's just started from there. Started with my family. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, the deaths that you went through, were those mm -hmm. your past lives or just uh, examples of... Those are just examples on how people, say, experience life, I think. Because uh, there are thousands and thousands and, uh, you know, 
um, and to really understand somebody, you have to be in somebody's shoes, right? So mm -hmm. tapping into, say, that last piece, um, um, and it might get a little technical because, again, I'm a programmer, so I, I see the technical side. But, you know, when you tap into that last piece, uh, the way I see it is actually uh, it, it, it's like an image or an anchor for all the other things that happened into that person's life, the culmination of their life uh, within a second. And um, just to give you a clear example, maybe, you know, when people cross over, right, you've heard all those stories. Um, where they have an NDE and they, they see their life flash by, right? Yeah. That, um, that's what it is. It's like you really see their lives flash by. Uh, I mean, you really uh, feel it. It's not that, that it flashes by. But the end moment is the culmination of their whole history. So I think that's why, it, uh, you know, I experienced all those lives because all their history got downloaded into me as well uh, or that understanding of how they got to be where they got. And I think that's the important factor, not just the space of dying. How does that correlate with people's health issues um, when they get certain health issues now? Is that to help us do a, a relate to others with that kind of health issue? Uh, it, yeah. For the most part, um, it could be. You know, if you were here, you know, to help promote something or, you know, uh, a lot of times not a lot of times, but sometimes, you know, masses get ill for something and then they come up with a creative way to, say, fix it or come up with a, uh, uh, a cure or whatever, right? So if you're in that population, I could see that point. But for the most part, you know, I think it's just uh, patterns that have run. Um, I don't just Paul, not Paula, but Taz, I don't want to get into the personal stuff with you, but what we talked about last night on, say, some of your health issues, right? Uh, it's just a pattern that kind of came into you. It's not like you were, um, and you were open to that pattern, and that's why it came into you. That's all. It's nothing really to learn, or, I mean, you could learn from it, obviously, but. Uh, Does that happen? That's that's the, the, do you come in like come your Oh, I was oh sorry. Does the, does the patterns come in from ancestors? Oh, patterns come in from, yes, family lineage. Uh, pattern comes in from, you know, past lives. Patterns come in from uh, control features, you know, whether you want to tell them as like other spirits, other entities, you know, other, say, cultural dogmas, things like that. Those all create, say, like a presence in you, um, you know, and then there's also different variations, you know, like satanic worship, things like that, that create a culture of its own, which actually creates another presence of its own, and that's where we get all those things. Um, but, yeah. They, they, they're all, they're all patterns that come into you um, in religious beliefs. You know the sins of the father. You mm -hmm. know the real. And again, guys, I'm not, I'm not religious. I, I love all the religions. I mean, they're all fantastic paths, and even non-religions um, is, a, is a path to a pure source. So, um, but there's a lot of truths in religion. The original say, uh, text of that religion. So the, the meaning of the sins of the father is really about what happens, say somebody got into, and this happens all the time, um, is, uh, for example, somebody prays for help, right? They need help. So say your great, 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 great uncle needs help at something. It's like, oh, you know, first it's like, oh, God, please help me, right? And then after a while, you know, those don't get answered. And then eventually it's like, 
please anybody help me, right? And then some spirit comes in and phenomenal things happen. Sometimes, you know, people get phenomenal, say, healing abilities or intuition or psychic abilities, right? But then... Mm -hmm. If you're not connected to pure source, and this is what happens to a lot of wounded healers, they have fantastic abilities, but then their personal lives are distorted or, you know, they're ill or whatever it might be, and that, that's probably why. Because those abilities that came in have has a tax on them um, because they're not from pure source, and that's, it's like, hey, I'll give you these abilities. You can do phenomenal physical things, but at spirit, we want your soul. That's that saying, selling your soul to the devil where they came from. So so that uncle, right, that great-great-uncle, he sold his soul. So anybody down below your family lineage is under contract. And that's, you might have fantastic abilities, but then also, you also have to pay back. Um, um, and even Jesus, you know, he said, anybody can heal. Um, and he said it very pointedly. He said, anybody can heal, but just make sure, and he used the word God, um, that they're healing from a healing, I mean, a God, you know, God, not anybody, anything else. Um, so so that's where all those, say, traditions, patterns, things like that, that distort you come from, you know, sins of the Father that you might not even know about, and then we blame it on ourselves that we did something, or we have to learn something, or there's karma that I have to pay back. You know, it's really not about that. Hmm. And I know it's a little different than what your beliefs are, but... Um, but that's okay. But it's not individual karma; it's collective karma. Um, I, I don't. Um, I really don't. Uh, again, uh, karma. If you want to, I, I don't know what your definition of karma is, but like paying back something that you did, like from a previous lifetime in this lifetime, is that uh -huh. basically right? Okay. Yeah. Um, y if you really believe in that, yes. Um, but let's just think about it, uh, you know, how that works, you know, if you want to get in depth on this, um, is, is I do believe that, I do believe that there is a karma, what, what you put out, what you get back, and that's in a physical term, okay? Um, so if you're bad to somebody here physically, um, you know, ease, most, most of the time, people are bad to you and back and forth, and then it gets expands. Uh, at the spirit level, though, if we start to get truly awakened, um, you don't have to pay back that karma because you're at a clean slate. And again, not nothing religious. Um, you know, those that clean slate gives you... Um, that's that pardon, or that's the forgiveness that, again, in religion says, you know, you're forgiven, right, for any sin that you may have done. That's what it's really about, the true forgiveness. So, so in that sense... There is no karma at spirit level unless you truly, truly, truly believe that you have to pay a karmic debt back at a spirit level, then yes, you're indebted to that. So so the main message here would be simply to go within and really realize whether or not that was necessary for you. Exactly. Um, or not even necessary for you. I think the main message might be, you know, just expand a little bit on what you said brilliantly is um, is that were you truly awakened when you accepted the life that you created, you know, or was it something that just because mom had, 
You know what I mean? A lot of times, you know, mothers have issues in this. Like, well, you know, you're kind of like at a smorgasbord, right? Or a buffet. It's like, well, mom's having this or dad's having this issue. You know, this plate. Uh, just to yeah. make it easier, I'm going to have that too. Right? We don't think when we're creating at spirit level. And that's, and that's what I do. And that's why a lot of people say get these transformations that are like way beyond because, um, you know, most individuals aren't at the level. And I'm not... I'm not saying it as a, you know, to be big-headed. I just see it the way it is. So, um, um, But anyway, most healers, most, say, change agents are at a lower, say, physical-based frequency. Um, there's a higher frequency-based, you know, your spirit-based frequency that creates anything that you need in the world. So I work at that level, and that's where people get, say, the quick transformations or the massive transformations that, you know, a lot of people read about on the website and or hear about uh, when they talk about me. Um, because I'm going back to your blueprint level and changing it right there for you. So uh, Now, blueprint level, does that have anything to do with DNA? Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, I love these questions. You guys are so nice. Very, very... Uh, wise, uh, the the DNA structure. You know, scientists, especially in the U.S., they they talk about junk DNA. You know, they, they, what do they say? Uh, like ten or fifteen percent of the DNA uh, structure is viable, and then they call the rest junk DNA. Right? <laughs> the, the, I mean, that's the scientific community. But the way I see it is that junk DNA actually holds all say, the memories of your past lives, really. And it's amazing. Um, and, and just to prove it to you, um, uh, at least for my own proof, uh, I've had, and this might be going a little too in-depth in your question, but you know, I've had people who had been, uh, uh, they've had organ transplants, right? And, um, and I can tap into, say, that organ if it's a little distorted or if, well, in this case, this uh, young uh, teenager, she was on drugs and she committed suicide. So I was picking up her frequencies in this other, like, 55-year-old woman that got the organ. And I was going, are you thinking about committing suicide? She goes, no. I go, are you on drugs? She goes, no, no. And then towards the end, it dawned on her, that's where the organ, uh, I don't know what it was, a kidney or something like that, that's the donor of that organ. So I wasn't picking up her spirit or anything, but it's in the essence of, 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 of you know, the actual organ or your DNA. And it could be a slice of hair, you know, a piece of skin, whatever it is. Those memories are in there for you. And that's what I do is like, I'm a, I'm a DNA reader, if you want to call it that. Uh, and I can tap into that. You spoke about being able to actually go in and edit or redesign that particular mm -hmm. area. Yes. Um, what does, is that going in and really, um, what, uh, <laughs> recon reconforming or reconfiguring uh, uh, the DNA mm -hmm. or? It actually is, yes, and uh, I'm not that extreme. And if I can, let me give you an extreme example. Um, um, back in the 1970s, uh, and, and there's lots of, you can Google it, you can research on this. Psychology Today, or not psychology, or Journal of Psychology or something, um, they, did a, they did a study on this um, individual who 
uh, who had doubles, who had, in this case, a split personality. Okay, and, and, and this is the way, say, I edit, although this guy is an extraordinaire of, on what he does, in and voluntarily. Um, so on, in one scenario, he had diabetes, okay? Uh, you know, he, they put him on a physical test, you know, blood sugar off the charts. He had kidney failure and so on and so on. He switches over just like a snap into the other personality, okay? Um, they put him on the same test again. There's no sign of kidney failure. There's no blood distortions, nothing. He's a perfectly, uh, perfect human being. You know, there's test after test after test that they've done. You know, what changed? You know, your physical body can't say change that faster, can it? Um, so at spirit level, though, when I see split personalities, it's almost like two spirits, like running one body system. So when they go back and forth, um, they redesign the body the way they seem or the way they deem what's right for their experience here on Earth. And basically, that's what I do. Obviously, not at that instantaneous level. Although I'm getting better and better, I, I see a lot of results almost uh, pretty quick or within a few minutes, actually, for a lot of people. So, um, so that's how things start to shift. And that's, again, at spirit level, not, uh, you know, and that's why it takes a lot less time. Uh, if you're working on, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, if you're working on someone's kidney, whether it might be from well, diabetes or mm -hmm. kidney failure for another reason, is it the right. same aspect that you're working with each time? Is it the energy or the frequency of the kidney that creates all of this aspect? Um, actually, no. I hardly work on, say, a specific, although I do work on a specific issue like kidneys or heart failure, in this case, say, a kidney issue. Yes, I would help you, say, there's two ways I help you, say, heal yourself. And again, I don't do the healing myself. You know, I bring in that pure source connection to you, and that's what heals you. Um, one, I help you change your frequency, and then um, whatever you might have just, like, disappears. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying I cure cancer or anything like that, but, you know, we've had over, like, two dozen testimonials of, of, of people who are, like, in remission or, you know, their stage four cancer just, like, disappeared. So, you know, and I don't understand it all. It still amazes me. But two, um, what happens is I help you change your frequency, and then you get right into the right doctors, the right supplements, the right whatever it is, right, that, like, help you if you want that physical experience. The bottom line is you have to change that frequency, the underlying frequency, you know. So people have, you know, like kidney issues for their lifetime, and they never go away with it because the underlying current that's resonating is there. So if you get rid of it, then whatever physical thing you need will start to come to show into the picture. It's really as simple as that. So that's what I do. You know, I get rid of, say, the original cause or that original underlying current and then from there I help you say attract whatever you need say physically and I'm not against Western medicine or any other type of you know Ayurvedic or anything like that because anything could help anybody right mm -hmm. um, so so anything that you need will come in into you uh, kind of give you a funny story um, I helped this gentleman he had he had uh, eyesight issues he goes, I want to improve my eyesight. I go, okay. Uh, so I worked on it uh, and so on. But two days later after I worked on him, he fell down the steps. He banged his head. He went into a coma for about a week. Um, 
and 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 after he came out of the coma, he had perfect vision. So, oh. uh, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny, but you know what I mean. It's not funny, but it's funny. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. so you never know how spirit like works. You're, so. Yeah, you're attracted to what's going to help you. Exactly. So, I have a question. Um, I don't know if you believe mm-hmm. in this, or is there entities or attachments that can uh, be with someone that would interfere with their um, frequency? Mm-hmm. Oh God, uh, you know, I never, ever, ever believed it. Especially, you know, coming from my background as a computer programmer, you know, I never believed in that stuff. But, um, you know, in, in Des Moines, I actually did a couple exorcisms. Um, this one lady, she was, um, she was, I think she was ethnic or something, uh, or shamanic type, you know, the Indian type. Um, and yes, that cultural, uh, I, I don't want to call it a stigma, but it turns into a stigma. Um, yes, so culture to culture to culture, they've had fantastic abilities. Um, but this was more of a voodoo-type frequency. So I see all those frequencies, and they attach onto you. Uh, I've seen uh, in Hawaii, as a matter of fact, this one woman. I worked on her, she, you know, and I started... There was something going on in her groin area, and I worked on her, and it just... It, it kept expanding, and that was actually my first, like, exorcism, that I'd call it. It just kept coming out. And then all of a sudden I saw these, say, entities and spirits that have been buried there for, like, centuries uh, that she's been putting away. Um, it was, you know, she had her arms out in a cross, and she was, like, knelt backwards, like, to an angle that she would fall backwards, you know. If, yeah. If, uh, but there was nobody supporting her. Um, and, and you could literally, I could literally see, like, there was these ropes that were on her wrists, you know, the indentation of the ropes. And I brought, like, two people in to see it because I couldn't even believe my own eyes uh, what I was seeing. And even her shirt, as these, say, entities were coming out of her or spirits or whatever, um, and there is a difference between spirits and entities, by the way. Um, they were kind of, like, rippling through her shirt, and as they, like, escaped through her face, her face would, like, kind of, like, transform into whatever entity as it left now, as it left her. So that made me a believer in... You know, ever since, yeah, you see entities, but not that, I mean, that's an extreme case, obviously, but, oh, yeah, there's entities, there's uh, spirits that hold on to you. Uh, Some of the saddest, well, not the saddest, but uh, say the softer entity entrance is, well, again, I hate to come back to you, but uh, Taz, you know, what we talked about last night with you, you know, that's that's a loved one coming into you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when people say are afraid and this kind of goes back to religion especially the catholic religion you know they're born in sin they live in sin they can never say be good enough so when they start dying or they get close to death they don't think they're good enough to meet their maker so what do they they hold back they get scared they hold on to something solid which is the caretaker or that loved one that's cared for them and then they their spirit crawls into say that person's body and then, well, Thanks. you start getting the issues and all that. Um, do we have time to tell you? I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. It's like, I'm sure. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is really, um, it might not be funny again, but very poignant. Um, this 50-year-old woman or something like that, um, you know, I, it was, this was a phone conversation. And I can work on you over the phone or in person. It doesn't really matter. Or through 
somebody. Doesn't really matter. Uh, I tapped into her, and it's like, so we're talking. She, you know, she's got I don't know, headaches and stuff like that. I go, I go, I go. Do you, do you, you know, do you drink? And she goes, you know, about six, eight, six years ago, I started drinking. She goes, I don't know why. I go, okay. Uh, it was so strong, you know, it, and it didn't fit this this woman that. Um, um, you know, the personality of this woman, I'm going, God, what, what's up with this? Uh, and then later on, I go, do you, do you frequent bars? And uh, she goes, you know, I found myself in bars. You know, and I'm, it's not like, you know, your hotel bar. These are like CD type bars, you know, <laughs> those kind of bars. You know, it's like, uh, she goes, I find myself in these bars. It's like I wake up or I look around and, go, and I'm going, what am I doing in this bar? You know, and, you know, and later on uh, I go, well, do you, you know, do you go to strip clubs and stuff? And then as soon as I said that, this other spirit came through. It was her brother that had walked into her. She, he had committed suicide. I said, and then his brother, her brother told me this whole story. It's like, I committed suicide. Uh, I didn't know what to do, so I jumped into her. Basically, that was in the story. So I said, you know, your brother committed suicide about seven years ago. She goes, no, it was a drug overdose. And I'm going, oh, well, you know, um, it was actually a suicide, but through a drug overdose. So he didn't leave. He just escaped his body, went into her body, and basically was taking over. So, wow. So, you know, so stuff like that happens. But you know what? It's, it was pretty interesting. Um, I was journeying about um, your website and found an area that you really that really impacted me when when reading it. Your website is really impactful, oh, thank you. <laughs> and it really uh, triggered an emotions within me. For instance, when I um, there was an area where you doubt you were you had been downloaded during an event and it took you to your knees. Oh, oh, the New York and, event, yes. Yeah, and um, the words that you described with that occurrence for you triggered me and I could feel the high emotions of love rolling out. It was mm -hmm. really, I mean, it just brought me to tears. It was so beautiful. Oh, thank you. And I have well, had several experiences like that with myself, uh -huh. even with... You know, and it's mm -hmm. just really, you you feel like you've been graced beyond anything you can imagine. Oh, isn't it, though? Um, yeah. And that's what I was talking to you about last night. You know, you have, say, that spiritual intelligence to actually understand that it's just more than love. I mean, it's way beyond this world, so that's beautiful. Yeah. It, it's it very beautiful. Really wonderful. And so mm -hmm. it kind of got a feeling, oh, well how yeah. this feels for you as, as you you do these awesome things. Let me ask yeah. you, the DNA, is this your, your basic DNA, it can be altered with how you are able to um, look at life, whether you look at life positively or negatively, and can you yeah. alter your DNA by the positive aspects? Um, Yes, but can you define positive aspects? I mean, <laughs> okay, what, what uh, probably the way like? someone speaks, maybe. Um, um, uh, you know, okay. when they when they speak, uh, when they look at things positively instead of negatively, like your glasses okay. half full oh, or or half you empty. know or half empty, sure. you know that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Well, chemically, I don't know if you knew. Um, 
um, this, you know, the way you look at the glass full, glass empty, is mm -hmm. really based on certain, say, chemical makeup that you have, which is based mm -hmm. on, say, your hereditary and so on. So it really goes back to, say, your family lineage or a past event if you go back far enough. Far enough. So, um, yes, you can change it, but see, and that's and that's the big issue. Not a, it's not a big issue, but that's where, say, where m what I do gives you massive transformation in a short period of time versus you doing it at a willpower level, which takes, say, a long time. And that's where most people end up. You know, they might spend 10, 20 years trying to, say, solve a solution that maybe I could help them in 5, 10 minutes. And, I, and I've done that. So the positive thinking and all that works. But if you got, say, to the underlying current, of what's going on, then you don't have to force yourself to think positively. Ah, uh, yes. yes. Does that make sense? Can, uh, yes, just like eating habits. Yeah, yes. eating habits. Exactly. Um, or addictions. We can talk about addictions. Um, and this is really, really cool. Uh, and it actually amazes me, you know, because, you know, the scientific community, the medical community, it's like you have to go through, you know, withdrawal and stuff. Well, what I found out, no matter what addiction it is, whether, you know, it's alcohol or, or, or drugs, you know, heavy drugs or whatever it is, or chocolate or sex or whatever it is, um, people, when they shift the way I do help them, there's no addictions. There's no, with, I mean, there's no withdrawal. Uh, it's not like AA and nothing against AA, you know, where they wow. see a bottle or they can't go into a bar because it's like, you know, it's like one drink and, then, you know, I'm, I'm back on the... Uh, whatever they call it, uh, you know, back on the bottle again. It's nothing like that. It's just like you see the drink and it's like, oh, it's just like me. I don't drink, so it's it doesn't. There's no pull, so it gets rid of that that willpower or whatever. And um, so positive thinking and all that. That's our abilities actually to help us say control more and more. But we don't. Most of us don't use it for those things. So. Uh, well, actually, some people just you know, emailed us about uh, the obesity and uh, drinking. Oh, and oh, okay. also, uh, they, you know, they wanted to ask you about that. And, oh, maybe um, that's why I picked up on it. I was going to ask him a real silly question. Okay. Can mm -hmm. our listening audience actually get some type of healing just by listening to you being interviewed by us? Oh, Absolutely. It's actually amazing that you guys are actually sane. Um, you know, there's other, say, interviewers, uh, and I start, say, talking, and they start getting loopy, and I have to, like, do the whole show because they're incoherent. So you guys are doing really good. Yes, as I'm talking to you, you um, it will feel that I'm working on you, okay? I don't need to yeah. know what your specific issue is because... Um, it's way beyond me, although I can tap in. Uh, I don't need to know. But it's really about bringing in that pure source frequency into you, and then you naturally harmonize to who you truly are, and that's how you heal. So no matter what it is out there that you might be facing, you know, if you're listening to it, then yes, I am working on you. And uh, I bet if maybe they can comment in on what they're feeling, who's ever listening and who's ever online. Can you, you guys have abilities to do that, right? Where they can just comment yeah, yeah. in? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Do and you mind can, us asking how they yeah, feel? Yeah, there's also there's also some people calling in about you know they have cancer, psoriasis, and neuropathy. Um, yeah. 
Can you kind of address that? Sure. Uh, the cancers or, you know, the severe type illnesses, um, um, nervous type disorders, all that, uh, anything can be shifted. Uh, again, there's been a lot of people who have shifted. They've been cured from cancer, whether it's through me or you know something else. So those things happen all the time. Uh, we have a great. Uh, we started doing a cancer clinic that those people might be interested in. We've had fantastic, fantastic results. Again, guys, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not anything in any health. Uh, I just, I just help you say get better. So you know. It's it's not my own opinions. It's just like what I see. So you know, do your own research before you get into whatever you want to do. But um, yes, anything of those again, it's probably an underlying current that happens to you to give you the issues. Uh, just to clarify, I guess you know when I scan you, yeah, uh, whether you're in person or in in person or over the phone, um, you know, I see you as a frequency. I see the back page of basically what you're made of um, you know there's signs and cosine waves you know how those waves are like a mm -hmm. color has a certain mm -hmm. frequency rocks yeah. have a certain frequency so on so on um, so I see that in you and that's your personal frequency signature that you have you know there's thousands and thousands of different signatures um, like say if you have a heart issue or cancer uh, in a certain area, well, that frequency doesn't resonate right, and it highlights to me that hey, there's something there, um, and and you know, and just like a touch screen, in my mind, I can go and like touch that area of you, and it's like more stories come up as oh, this is what happened in the past, this is what happened, and this is why you are where you are. See, I so I get the history, and um, and I can delete that history for you, and that's how people again transform because what you know, those frequencies that you delete in the back end, you know, or in the past, Yeah. it changes how you see your life in the future. So, um, especially with kids, I think a lot of people are coming up, maybe this audience I'm picking up, a lot of trauma as a child. Um, um, you know, you delete those, the way you look at, say a trauma happened to you as a child, and then you wear that set of lenses through the rest of your life and you can't look beyond it. Um, so I go in and, and delete delete that time frame where that trauma happened and then they start to see you know, their history in a different manner and they use it as a stepping stone rather than a block. And then the beautiful thing about that is uh, I met this woman, she's 70 years old. She was abused for, I don't know, like 10 years. 70 years old, I helped her delete that time frame you know, from 6 to 12 or whatever um, and then she started reliving her life as a young girl she goes I feel like skipping jumping rope at 70 she was seeing life she was recreating that time frame that I deleted for her and snipping it into that time frame for her so she doesn't run have to rerun it in her DNA say the next time she comes back to life uh, mm. But it helps her in this lifetime, too. So that's kind of like a film edit deal, you know, where you go back, it's like, oh, I didn't like this scene when I was 6 to 12. Let's <laughs> replay it, yeah. you know, and then you replay it. And then it changes your whole life structure because it's dynamic. Well, Moss, let me just take a second here and give your website out because oh, sure. um, we're coming around the corner, and I want to make sure we okay. really capture everything here. Uh, we're speaking with Moss Sajati. And his first name is spelled M, like mother, A-S. 
and his last name is F, like Sam, A, J, A, D, Y. His website is www.moss-sajati.com. Or you can go just mossajati.com. Okay, good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and on his website, <clears throat> excuse me, he has upcoming online um, programs to assist mm -hmm. with all kinds of issues. You just have to go through. It's amazing. It really is. It it really brings the abundance of of um, health into your life, and um, it's really incredible. I, he's going to be to the local air. Uh, Bay Area coming up, right? Yes, this this Thursday. Yeah, it's all on the website under the calendar page. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll be here this Thursday doing uh, special events. Thursday, Friday I'll be here, and then uh, Saturday, Sunday I'll be in Palo Alto doing another event too. So it's really, really, it's really, really huge. I mean, it's expanded. Um, some of the tickets are already like sold out. We'll just kind of be uh, make sure. Um, but again, we do events all over the place. Um, um, and you know, one thing to note, my private sessions, guys, they get booked up within like an hour or two after we release them for the whole month. Um, but there's a lot of group sessions, group healings that we do. There's a lot of free forums that we do that you're all uh, invited in to understand more. And you know, in all those, I work on you. Uh, we take, in fact, last night we did a personal call one-on-one -on -one that I just kept one, taking one person after another. So a lot of good stuff on the website, a lot of testimonials um, that probably re will resonate with you guys. Um, so if it works, if it feels right for you, then you can check it out. If not, that's good, too. Well, you I have, wanted to touch, um, I want, okay. I wanted to touch on one thing. Mm -hmm. Is your work with uh, businesses and corporations and organizations? Oh. Yes. Can you just say a little bit about how you work with them? Sure. More and more, and this is the trend of, 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 of the way business is going or the way the world is going. You know, before it used to be, you know, what can we get, how can we suck the life out of a person and then go on to the next person, right? That was the business model. But more and more businesses are finding that, you know, that's really costly. So more entrepreneurs, more CEOs, uh, and even, you know, I work with a lot of high-level people. They're making six, seven, eight-digit figures, right? And you think they'd be the perfect person. They're not. They're going, Moss, you know, I hate this. You know, it's not my life. I don't know what it is, and on and on. So they come to me, and they start to understand, you know, say, wealth, and productivity from a spiritual standpoint. So it's like business spirituality. Um, so I help individuals grow you know, their business. I help like high-end CEOs say understand their employees and actually, you know, if you can change or if you can change the focus of one man at the top, you know, just think how happy their employees would be. Just how uh, it's going to be a win-win situation for everybody, right? Um, so yes, I do a lot of that. Um, inventions. I help a lot of, say, companies get out there. Um, I can tap into pretty much anybody so far that I've seen um, and, say, get them into the next, say, phase of invention of what's coming up for them. Uh, and just to give you an idea, inventions, you know, are in the air. Any great inventor, you'll see um, they've tapped into something. So I say so open up those frequencies according to what your, you know, what your field is and then help you, say, get into the next invention or the next great idea um, so you can work on it. So, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Moss, I also want to let 
our listeners know that you were a father of six children. Yes. Uh, two sets of twins. Can you imagine? I just, how awesome. Um, you are really um, into supporting children, and I, and oh, I just yes. love that. It is so precious. Um, the new children coming in, um, can you, are, what, <laughs> when you see them, how is the imprint for the new children, and what are we looking at? Um, um, well, you know, I see, it's, it's, it's really exciting to see, but, you know, the pain comes in the transition, you know, because, you know, the school systems, parenting, so on, um, you know, they're still running the old paradigm to a new group that um, they're so brilliant that this heavy paradigm that they're in, right, just does not match. And then, you know, we try to force them into, say, the culture, and that's where all these the ADHD, the, all the attention deficit, whatever it is, that's out there that most people face or kids face. It's just because they're so bright. And, and to prove it to you, you know, people who have NDEs, right, most of them, excuse me, um, when they come back, it's so light out there when they come back. And you know this, Paul. It gets dense here, right? And that's what they feel because they see that density. And then the rules, especially going to school or how they learn, is not, say, as optimal. So that infrastructure uh, has to, like, fall apart, and it is. Uh, that's the beauty, but there's that pain, you know, as far as that infrastructure goes. As far as food system changes, a lot of the food that the kids eat, you know, not the best for their, say, body and all that. So more and more kids are becoming aware of that. I have more and more younger clients getting really in tune, um, which is really nice. You know, they, they, like their parents are listening to my meditation, you know, and they might not be involved in it, but they start getting, you know, more and more interested. And eventually, I hear this all the time, it's like, they want to jump in on the meditation. And they go, yeah, let me, let's listen to Moss together, you know, so that's, so because they know, because that's the original frequency that they're missing, um, and that's what they're familiar with. It's not my frequency, obviously, guys, it's just the natural frequency that occurs uh, that we're just tapping into, so. So the children so are very actually helping stuff. the parent. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, exactly, and, you know, vice versa, obviously, but, yeah, so I see a lot of good stuff for, for the kids coming up. But for the kids in transition, that's 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 what I. That's kind of sad. So. Well, maybe they're helping us become more aware about our world. Where oh, exactly. I mean, if yes. you know the parents were not aware, or they didn't have exactly. the hassle that um, you know nothing would be taken care of. So right. uh, there's yeah. I guess on the ground, if you yeah. will. You know. Um, you actually. Um, you talk about daily meditation sessions and that kind of thing, um, uh-huh. frequently at speaking engagements worldwide. And um, do you? I, I haven't been to you know one of your um, uh-huh. your events. So do you actually have meditations in there and that where people are quiet and you work on them or what takes place oh. when you're at the event? At the event, it's really, really cool. Um, let's just jump back. The daily meditations, uh, we call, I call them meta-healings because uh, mm-hmm. there's more than meditations. It's, it starts every month. 
usually the first in March. It's the fourth of March because you know the events here out in out in this area. Uh, so it's it's again twenty one. It goes on for twenty one days, long enough for you to change habits and so on. You know, and get uh, attribute new habits. Uh, I meditate with you morning and evening live. There's a replay. It's recorded, so you can do it any time if the, those times don't work out. Uh, I, the reason why I call it a meta healing is 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 that while I get you into a nice deep state, and if you've meditated for 20 years, I can guarantee I can get you even to a deeper state than ever before. Um, and that's what people say, not not just me. So, um, but anyway, while you're in a deep state, I work on the back end or the spirit level or blueprint level, um, whatever you want to call it. And in those meditations, you know, we bring that together and that's where people have gotten um, some of the massive transformations that you read in the testimonials on the website. So you don't have to, again, have to have a one-on-one -on -one session unless you really, really want to. But uh, those things are there in the, in the, in like today, not today, but, you know, the upcoming event. Yes, yeah. I'm going to be working on people. Uh, it's um, where people, I think the event this time, uh, usually it's an intro event, but there's a lot of enough people know me, so it's not, we're going to go really deeper into the subjects. Um, and then people ask me questions as an open forum. So if you're going to ask me a question, hopefully, you know, intelligent, a good one, um, um, you come up on stage and I work on you on stage while I'm answering you, uh, answering the question for you. So there's a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, I do like we do, it depends on the length of, you know, the seminar, but usually about two to three meditations, about each lasting maybe 20 minutes long. So, and then I walk around as I guide the group and then work on you individually as well. So there's a lot of like one-on-one -on -one or, um, um, yeah, um, and, and even if I'm talking, again, uh, people are moving around or, you know, feeling something different coming into them. So, uh, and if you can't make it, you can even <clears throat> feel the frequency online as well because it will be uh, online. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then only that, but you had your... Sorry, go ahead, Paula. No, he was talking about his meditations, and you said something about 21 days. So mm -hmm. is that the amount of days it takes for a change to actually be completed? Um, the 21 days is actually, it helps you, say, learn the habits of connecting to source. Because yeah, okay. people have meditated for, uh, you know, you know, 20 years, but they, they still get into this meditative phase, but, you know, they don't really connect and so on. So it changes the way you connect to source. Um, sometimes it takes, uh, the process is obviously never ending, but, um, you know, this one lady, she had COPD, you know, lung, lung issues and stuff, and uh, after three days of meditation, and again, it's on the testimonies, amazing results. After three, four days, she stopped her medication. Uh, she felt fantastic. So it was just something simple that happened, triggered her, and boom, she's good. So those th kind of things, uh, magical things, serendipitous things happen all the time uh, on those 21 days. So it's really up to you and how, say, your, your spirit is willing to really, you know, embrace the new you or the original you that you are. Okay. Uh, let me just kind of briefly touch here, too. I want to let people know that you have um, a whole library of support for children yes. on your website. It's just gorgeous. And, um, and then not only that, but, you know, you have sessions that people 
uh, can go for uh, cancer support and all kinds of yes. different kinds of downloads for different things. I mean, circulation, mm -hmm. depression, etc. Uh, PTSD, and, um, which is really big. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> and um, let's see. Okay, again, your website is mossajati.com, and that's M like mother, A S, um, and S again for your last name. S A J A D Y dot com. Is there anything that we have not covered that you want to share, Moss? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I I, uh, I guess you know I, I'm not here again. I'm not here to tell you that you need to follow me. I'm not here to tell you that I'm your guru or anything like that, guys. Uh, basically, I just want to say that you know whatever say abilities that I have, we all have. Okay, uh, I might be that pioneer just to show you what the possibilities are and go, oh, um, he can do it, I can do it. So I'm just showing you the possibilities that are out there for you. Uh, it's something that maybe we have forgotten. And again, I'm that person that will just bring it back to you and help you remember who we are so we can really transform you know, the world at a high level because whether you like it or not, the world is going to be transforming to that higher level. Um, you know whether you want to go along and enjoy it or not is is really up to you. So, so. Well, yeah, we're we're here to enjoy it. it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Then maybe that's why we're together. You know? Yeah. Oh my well, thank you so much to be for being thank with you us guys. today. It's been very enjoyable. You're so and welcome. Very informative. Oh. And thank you mm -hmm. for the intelligent questions. I love I love the questions. Very nice and deep. So that was very nice. Ma, well, we look forward to so interviewing you again. Thank yes, you. thank you, guys. You take care. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Okay, uh -huh. you too. Bye-bye.